tables in 2017. Line shot, and it is caught, and the ball game is over, and the Los Angeles Dodgers have won the pennant. The Dodgers are headed to the World Series for the first time in 29 years. Uh-huh. Yep. That's the way you started. Ugh. <laughs> I, I, I can't hear, listen to the song without seeing Randy Newman's face. So see his face? Randy Newman. Oh. <laughs> We're just gonna let it ride, dude. Just let it ride. Let it ride. Just let it go. <laughs> just, <laughs> let it get there, dude. This. Just let it get there. Maybe I should have moved it up to where it says. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but still. Just a little. Right? Just let it go. Anytime now. Oh, my God. There it is. Hey. Yeah. There it is. Totally worth it. We love it. <laughs> we missed it. <laughs> we love it. There you go, right? That's how you started. Dude, that's how you start a show right there. Damn. That was amazing. 29 years? Heck yeah. 29 minutes of just of music. Just, of just of that just, song. Of just that one Put it song. It a constant loop. Yeah, dude, exactly. Just Randy Newman over hey, and over again. you know what, guys? You're welcome. There you go. That's how it is. <laughs> welcome. You have a friend in Randy Newman. <laughs> welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. Oh, well, We're back. Well, we got Jay in the house. What up? What up? I'm Jeff. Well, hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? And a very, very special guest with us today. Our very own MLB expert. Our in-house MLB analyst. Correspondent. Correspondent. Our very own chef. Extraordinaire. Right? Jocelyn. Hi guys, what's up? <laughs> no, you're supposed to go. Hi. Oh, <laughs> like, Hi. You did it when you sound checked, which was amazing. Hi. It's been uh, wow. Last time you were here, like maybe over a year, maybe or a year, maybe when you were last time here. More. More than that. When was it? You shared that memory it on Facebook. Years, so was it was that two 2015, years? Dang. Man, it was that long. Yeah. Dang, hey, dude. Yeah, too much. I just got him back from Florida. Too much time. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, welcome back. Thank you. And just in time. I know. The Man. perfect time. The we don't perfect. have you here for any specific reason. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Of course we do. Dodgers are going to World Series. Yes. What? Woo! That's right. So we have a very special show today. I know. And everyone's I know. ears are bleeding now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Seriously. It wasn't for Randy Newman. It's our fault. Someone's speaker just, just killed you. blown up right now. But, um, hey, yeah, so we're going to talk about, of course, Baseball. I know it's not everybody's a baseball fan, but we're gonna do it our own way. We're gonna put our beta report spin on it. Uh, entertainment wise, we're gonna talk about, about our best baseball movies. We'll you know what's actually awesome, man? That you said putting what? our own beta report spin on it is that we're reporting on this before the World Series actually happened, as opposed to we always report on everything probably like a month After? late. So now we're actually ahead of the game. Oh, there it is. Learning from our. Ways past experience from our past experience, 
Very true, very true. <laughs> and it's not like we put this show all at the last minute. Not at all. Because, yeah, I, thought, dude. because I thought next week was, I mean, uh, Halloween was like in a few days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to redo the show. I go, oh, wait a minute. Halloween's not like in three days? <laughs> Crap. So we're uh, moving our Halloween show for next week. So, um, but uh, but hey, we're doing our our World Series show, our baseball entertainment show. That's right, right. So uh, yeah, we'll be talking about all that stuff before we jump into all that stuff. I know that a lot of people want to know what we think about certain things. You did a really good post, Jay, on the um, on the Walking Dead. I know you don't watch the Walking Dead, right? I don't. My sister does. Yeah. We got the wrong sister. Dang, dude, we got Dang the wrong sister. Sure bought her for <laughs> the first segment. She's yeah. already asleep, guys. This is past her bedtime. Yeah, it's true that. <laughs> really? She's like, how can she be asleep already? What, Isaac goes to sleep already so, so quick? That fool sometimes stays up <laughs> as long as her. And she's just like, all right, peace. Yeah. Uh, you go you to sleep. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Yeah, she'll turn off the light and tell him he has to <laughs> <laughs> She'll turn off the light. That's awesome. He's like walking in the dark. He's like, nope, go to I sleep. Know. But uh, yeah, I know. Actually, your sister's like always. We're always talking about uh, The Walking Dead, or uh, she like I don't know where. Send us a message. I hate Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, she so who's it. this person in Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's saying that because she like she like. I'm assuming she really likes it because she's been watching it ever since. But yeah. she's like, "Why is this person gonna die?" We're like, yeah. "Do you really want us to tell you or just <laughs> yeah. watch the show?" But um, but yeah, I know she. Want to know about what we think about Walking Dead? I was saying you put a really good post on on, on uh, Facebook about the Walking Dead, what people thought about the premiere and stuff. And for for those who haven't seen it, I mean, what do you think about the Walking Dead? Well, um, and it is baseball related because Negan carries a baseball bat. True that. So there it is. There you go, dude. There's making the connection. connections. Yeah. Um. Well, I was kind of feeling this way. Uh, the with the um with the last season. There was a, it was season seven. This isn't this is a this is the premiere of the, of season eight, right? Yes. It's not like the second half of whatever. No, it's yeah. Season right. Eight. So okay, that's what I thought too. But then I, was, I started season. questioning myself. But um, like all of last season, I was just like, it was just a drag, dude. Like it was just so, like honestly, I feel like emo Rick just kind of sucked all the momentum out of the show, and like, and and again, I think it just goes with like how well Negan did of like really reaching through the TV and making like like punching our souls and like making us feel like crap that I like I just I didn't have the same excitement going into this season like I did in seasons prior or past or whatever so I almost feel like unfortunately like I, it's just uh it might have just gone stale you know like um well I think I think no pun intended but we got beat down with that bat emotionally for that whole season and it was like too much it was like okay give rick and his team a win at least yeah and it came in towards the end but by that time we're like oh i'm just you know done with it at that point i mean i'm still sticking with it but it's like it's yeah it's, so... not, it's not to say that I'm, i won't watch it or, or i'm not excited to keep like watching the season it's just like i'm not as excited as I was, for example, like like Game of Thrones this season, I actually invested in this season. Like this is the first season I actually watched the whole thing, um, and even prior to watching, I was like excited. You guys all hyped me up, and I was like really like excited mm -hmm. to watch it, and I was like it seemed interesting. But um, you know, with this one, I was like actually watching every episode of last season, and then coming into it, I was like I just didn't, just wasn't feeling it, dude. It just wasn't the same 
feel like the same excitement that I had with the other shows um, or even prior seasons either. Because it just kind of seems like it's like a lot of the same stuff just just happening. And and then Negan being such a, a good villain, dude, like and just kind of uh, like really just sucking the life out of you, even as a viewer. Like, I feel like they did a good job in that sense of like almost instilling in us, the audience, like what if the hopelessness that these people felt. Like, cause I kind of feel that way. I'm like, dude, like, what the heck? How are they gonna do this? Like, how are they gonna free yeah, him? Yeah, like, but the problem with it, him? Yeah, but you could have done that with two episodes, not right. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, and I think that's what it is. No. Though. It's like, like I feel like in like in like this overwhelming like bleakness now when it comes to Negan and like this show where it's like, dang, that guy was just he was so like like terrible, dude. Like everything that he did was just really bad, but. Like we didn't get any small victories, you know, all the way like until, like you said, like towards towards right. the end. And there's so much like misery and so much like pain, and you know, I know Jocelyn's like, "Why do you guys watch?" Oh no, wait, you watch this is us, huh? Yeah, so it's oh kind gosh, of the same. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you kind of understand where we're coming from. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. <laughs> okay. Well, the reason I say that is because it's like putting yourself through, like, okay, guys, I'm gonna watch this. Is us, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, I'm gonna put myself through this pain. And just because the reason we say that because you know this is us is blown up. Like everybody talks about it. I personally haven't seen it. You have to. That's what everyone says, right? But every time I see something online on Twitter, on Facebook, on online articles, they're always talking about. Oh my God, it's so painful! I love this show. This, um, some certain people. <clears throat> Me? Yes, <laughs> I see on Facebook or like, oh, this show is broken me or whatever. It's like, it sounds like it's painful to watch. <laughs> yeah, people like it. I'm like, why do you guys put yourselves through this misery? You know, but I guess it's good though. But you can relate to it. I think for you, you might be able to put yourself as a dad with your kids, and. Then you as a son with your dad. So it's just, it relates to, makes you relate a lot to, like, did you guys ever watch Parenthood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parenthood I did. I watched too. that, like, religiously. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, so it has that concept where it doesn't matter what it is, you're able to relate. In some way. In some so way. what is the best thing you like about This Is Us then? So I can get, so we can get an idea as to what people like about it so much. Other than, yeah, I guess the relating part, but is there something in particular, like, um, uh, a certain character, uh, or in your case, there's somebody that you identify most with. because uh, I mean, it sounds like okay, like literally every episode, people are crying. Every episode, yes. like every episode is sad. I'm like, I, I, there must be some joy in it as well. But yes, is it only sadness? Because that's no. all I see. People so, posting in sadness. So, spoiler alert, you know. So, if you haven't watched last week's episode, close. Your ears turn off the thing or whatever. <laughs> but um, so at the end of the episode, you find out that one of the main characters is pregnant. And so that's you. I cried then out of like happiness for her because she never thought she, she could get pregnant or that even that pregnancy baby? was even like a, a thing for in 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 for her. So do it's it. out of joy. Don't do it, Jeff. Don't I was do about it. to, I was but, to say. So you, I mean, you basically finished that sentence, but just don't don't repeat it. <clears throat> so you you don't cry out of that um, that happiness. So as a woman, you get excited for her, like, oh my gosh, she's pregnant, and you know, so you you see her growing more as a person, and then just to see the relationship. I mean, I thankfully still have my dad with me. But, you know, the idea of losing your dad as a teenager and what you might go through 
like the pain that still carries on with you if you don't have your dad and so it's like a good mixture of like sad tears and happy tears yes like it's not all like no there's like the marriages and like getting punched in the face repeatedly right because that's what the that's what the walking dead felt like to me where it's just like you're we were subjected to multiple face punches and without us being able to like return a punch back it was just us Mm -hmm. just constantly getting beat up so high fives on this is us See, like that's cool. What? See, <laughs> there's high fives. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, like that's sweet. Like, but with The Walking Dead, I feel like we didn't get any of that to, until the end. And even that that last episode was there still were, kind there of was like high fives, but with a bat. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. That was like those were more sad tears. It was like it was there weren't any good happy tears. Like, yes, we made it type of thing. No, I know. I just figured it was just you know Mm-mm. people are like in pain. So I was like, you can relate to both shows that way. <laughs> through pain very different no i know, I know. <laughs> yeah i'm just kidding no but, but it is funny i mean yeah it's like 95 percent of posts on this is us is like oh my gosh like i never i, I never believe. thought i would cry like this <laughs> but i'm crying right now yeah because you think too there's like that the brother's relationship and how sometimes as a sibling you don't think that but do i want to be that you were mean to your younger brother mm-hmm. and then now as as you get older you realize it and there is a bond and you guys connect and all that. So, I mean, I have a sister and we've had our moments and everything. So the fact that <gasps> you can relate to doesn't matter what has happened in the past. Like if she needs me, I'm there. Mm-hmm. And so you relate to that gotcha. concept and all that. I mean, you guys Pretty are cool. brothers. You guys would, you see an episode and you totally cry. You can picture yourself holding JVM like that. No, I do. But you know, we have kickboxers for that. Yeah, and we have like. I feel like <laughs> look if, at her face. Her <laughs> face is like what? I feel like if I ever fought someone in Thailand and he broke my back, my brother would have my back and he'd go fight him First and revenge. All, why are you in Thailand? I don't for think me, would well, because that's the premise of the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. Christina I'm just saying that's what we're relating to. That's the bond that we have. He'll dip his hand in glue and put nails and like glass yeah. on it, and every and just time go I, at it. And every time I watch Monster with Tom Poe, or I see a Frankenstein monster, I always think of my brother crying from Frankenstein. Why you gotta do that, dude? Right? I mean, really? Why, why you gotta do that in front of all my I mean, friends, that's, dude? I mean, <laughs> why you gotta put me in this situation? No, I'm just kidding. I know. He was a little. I remember. We told this story multiple year. times on this show, so <laughs> everyone by now should know that Frankenstein is my kryptonite. Yes. Even now, like if we give you something, you're gonna like. Do I'll lose it? Like Frankenstein is seriously like that's my guy. If I see something happening to Frankenstein, you ever seen, you ever seen I will, oh my gosh, Spot? I'm gonna totally now find Frankenstein stuff and just like accidentally tag you in it. No, to put it yeah. into, oh like like I in. would accidentally tag you on like Oompa Loompa stuff. Or <laughs> yes, all that sort exactly. of stuff. <laughs> wait, I don't oh, know. I that. Totally what got what like, <laughs> right now. Wait, wait. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> What's the story? I don't know if I can do this, too, because that's, I mean, I'm sure people can put, we'll talk about it off air. Okay. But yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure people can put two and two together. Well, to I don't want it, people to subject Jocelyn to, like, just randomly being tagged on certain well, things. Well, it's too late. Now you're saying about Oompa Loompa. They're randomly going to do that. But to put it in context <laughs> about uh, Frankenstein, in case you don't uh, know the story, when, when he was a, uh, man, you were five? I was five, five years old, dude. I was... Seriously, five years old. One of the favorite movies he would watch is Monster Squad about these little kids. It's sort of like even, uh, um, you know, the 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 pre-Stranger Things, you know, where the little kids mm-hmm. got together to fight monsters and stuff. And uh, Frankenstein is one of the monsters, but he befriends the little kids. Mm-hmm. And then 
uh, Frankenstein gets pulled to, you know, all the monsters are getting pulled away from this world, and then Frankenstein's one of them gets pulled. And so Jay is like... But he didn't have to go because he was a friend at that yes, point. he was like, not a bad guy. He there was, was no reason. He wasn't a monster anymore. He had grown a heart. Yes. And so, but Frankenstein's being pulled away, and he gets pulled away into this thing, into this whatever portal. And Jay's like... Frankenstein, no, no, and he's like crying, and he's like reaching Aww. out. To so I was reaching, I was reaching my hand, dude. I was hoping yes. that somewhere or another, the power of my love, and that would just we, pull him out of the TV and into my life. We never forget Aww. that, and it just it never happened, yes. dude. So every time I see that, I my heart goes out to my brother. Oh my gosh, you should get a dog and then name it Frankenstein. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I I've know, had, dude. I think I've had, I think I had a fish named Frankenstein, <laughs> a fish. and like, but that it didn't survive, so. Maybe you should aim that's for why a dog. I, I wouldn't be able to give it up. See, like if you recreated if, it. No, that's why. Like, dude, I wouldn't be able to live with having a pet or something like. So he had to relive away. that moment twice because when the fish died, he had to put it in the toilet uh-huh. and let it yeah, go. Yeah, I was like, Frankenstein, no! As it went, as it swirled okay, down yeah, the toilet. So, maybe so. You shouldn't. No pets. It, it was pretty. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, Frankenstein lives in my heart forever. Yep, oh, right next good. to Jesus. That's a good one. <laughs> there you go. So we're good. We're good. So, um, yeah, dude. So let's let's talk about let's talk about los doyers. Doyers. Oh, so we're gonna have to go ahead and play this whole song again. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, kidding. All <laughs> oh, twenty minutes of it. I know, right? Doyers, dude. Dodgers in the World Series, man. Are you excited? I am. Yeah, I don't kidding. think it's hit me. <laughs> it hasn't fully processed. I asked that because Jocelyn is probably one of the biggest Dodger fans I've ever known. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> which is and like awesome. and like legitimate Dodger fans too, not like well, her and her dad, which is awesome, which I think is yeah pretty awesome that mm. it's like you know, you know, daddy daughter love for the Dodgers is pretty pretty awesome. Dude, it so. is. It is. He was a little jealous because I just recently bought him for his birthday a postseason hat. And then he found out that I went and I bought a World Series hat. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of looked at me like, "Hey, wait a minute, yo, yo." That's awesome. I just got you a full season hat with your last name on it. Like he's like, but but dude, World Series, <laughs> what up, dude? That's awesome. So, but yeah, he's he's excited. He's not even going to work tomorrow because he's like pumped and just waiting for me to get off work so he can take off. So it's exciting. I really can't imagine going with anybody else besides him. Now, all the talk on That's social sweet. media is everybody's talking about like, oh, man, I should have made my house payment. I shouldn't have paid my car because I'm assuming these tickets are pretty pricey up there. Ridiculous. In fact, I, I think they actually um, were even more expensive. I think when people were talking about it, it would have been the Yankees. But um, since it wasn't, I, since it wasn't. The Houston Astros, who they're playing, some had said that they kind of they went down, but very little, but still went down just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Did you see that or did yeah. you notice that? Um, just a little. I want to say maybe fifty dollars was the difference. Oh, that's not a lot. No. I thought it was going to be a lot more. No, but I, I heard the tickets even in the on the the, the cholo are, section. Are yeah, like super high. They're ridiculous. The ones that just blew me away are like the dugout seats that were. Three to five thousand dollars. Dang! I was like, who? I mean, well, I'm sure there's. I know there is, <laughs> but I mean, and how? it wasn't cholos. Yeah, but it's like, that. how can you drop on one ticket? That's crazy, dude. That, that was but to me. I mean, just keeping things in perspective, like the Dodgers haven't been to the World Series since 1988. Like, 
30 years ago or 29 years ago or something like that. So like, whoever was saving for it must have enough money. They, by this time, yeah, they should have <laughs> enough. Yeah, dude, they should have enough <laughs> to get those seats. Now, it's like one of the things I was uh, I was talking to my boss earlier today. And um, someone had like mentioned it on the radio. I was like, dude, like this is like a big deal because the, the Dodgers won the World Series when I was like three years old, like maybe going on four and now, like, Hazel's three years old, oh. and they're in the World Series. Like, it's just crazy that it's, like, you know, all that time has passed to where now I'm a dad, and I get to, like, experience this with her. Like, it's just crazy to me because it's, like, that like a whole generational thing, like, you know, from me experiencing that as, like, a toddler or, like, a child or whatever to now her experiencing it. Like, it's just crazy, dude, like, how, you know, just how much time has passed in between – these guys being there, but it's just uh, for whatever reason makes it that much more special because it's like I get to now enjoy it with her okay. and like experience that with her and stuff. So that's pretty sweet. Yep. So you are going with your dad tomorrow. Right? Yes. Awesome. Him and I are going. We're excited. It's 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 exciting. I'm anxious. I yeah. It's going to be <laughs> fun. <laughs> now, did you make your car payment? Or Luckily, you, I do not have a car payment. Okay. My <laughs> rent is, you know, iffy right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, thankfully, though, I'm sure a lot of people would be understanding because I think they, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people in L.A. probably know the significance oh, yeah. of this moment. Right? I'm telling you, everybody on, on social media would be like, oh, I didn't make my car payment or my car payment's going to be late. Or dude, people are going to be like, you know what, that's fine, dude. It's okay. It's like, the Dodgers. Who cares? Los Dodgers. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people got, I got off of work simply because. They, they're going to see the Dodgers. How funny. And, you know, uh, I know um, so many people asked for Vince Gulley to come back, but he's like, no, he's like. I'm, I just I'm, want him there. Yeah. For me, him not being there would be enough. If he could come out and just say it's time for Dodger baseball. Oh. Even if it's just from his seat like he did last just year. Just to say it, right? He doesn't yeah, have to call the game. Just, just, say, just say, it. say it. Just come out and say it. I mean, Tommy flew all the way to. You know, Chicago with them. Why can't Vin just say that? And Tommy's like 90 years old. Dude. He is. Yeah. He, that man is. Dude, why is it like, that has been old for a long time. Like, I don't know if it's just because he has like that, like white hair or whatever. He's had like white hair for a while. He literally but looks I just like, he's, like only, he's only aged like 10 years from 1988 to now. <laughs> yeah. Like, like from <laughs> when, when I remember seeing him on TV, I'm like, dang, like that guy's old. And then I saw him again. I was like, dang, that was still old. Like he's like, has... <laughs> He's aged, obviously, but he's like, yeah, hasn't aged as he's much as I. Italian gene in him. I guess. I guess so, dude. I guess so. Well, Vince Scully, too, right? He's like 90-something, too, isn't he? Uh, or no, he's eight? probably a little bit younger than than Tommy, but, I mean, he's up there, too. Because he's like, what, was it 60 years that he? Yes. He, so 16, I think he was 20-something. Yeah, yeah. 60 years that he, he, he was an announcer for the, for the Dodgers, yeah. which is insane. <laughs> You're like. Hey, can I just say one thing, dude? How come Jorge Jarin doesn't get that much love, dude? That was been doing almost as long, right? Not 60, not though. As, yeah, not as much. Maybe half? Yeah, you probably... For as long as I can remember, and I'm 30. So I'm saying, like, I feel like his voice coming through, like, the AM radio is a little more significant. No, I guess I, I can't say that, but... Yeah, I, I, no, I was just, yeah, I can't say that. But I feel like I have more, like, I have fonder memories of hearing his voice on the radio than I do of Vin. of Vin, just because 
of like our dads, I guess like you know, obviously they're listening to. Right. But to dude, our dad would listen on Channel Nine, dude. Would watch Cake uh, Out all the. See, but the I'm Dodger like games. for whatever reason I I, I always remember Vince Scully on. This. But for whatever reason I remember like the like that freaking red station wagon that we had or whatever, and then just like having like the little bed made out in the back, and I can remember hearing like the Dodger game on the like in. Well, definitely the Dodger games we'd go to. He had his radio with him. Right, and maybe that's like, what it is. Just game, like, you know, uh, I, did that. yeah, like I have that like more, but for whatever reason, like I have that voice more like entrenched in my mind mm. than I do, Vin Scully. Yeah, I'm just saying this is like a tangent. No, but I, I feel understand. like that one needs to get a little bit more recognition. I think he does, but he's he takes the backseat a lot. Like he doesn't call them as much anymore. His son like jumps in halfway through as well. So who's his son? Okay, how do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Right. Yeah, right. And they have almost identical. Identical voice, yeah. yeah. But I think it's that. And then there's just Vince Scully is on TV and Jaime Harin was on the radio if you heard him, mm-hmm. if you were in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff, but. All right, I'm just saying. I'm no, saying. I hear you. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I'm sure one day when Jaime Harin, whenever he passes, we're going to be sad. I don't know if they'll blow it up as much as when Vin does, but. Yeah. Oh my goodness! When it, it, I mean, when that day comes, it's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna hit L.A. pretty hard. And that, and honestly, that's kind of what I'm afraid of, guys. Of either Vin or Tommy passing away after this. <laughs> that, <laughs> after this. I, but it's like, I mean, at least like it, it, it. I mean, obviously, we can like say like, oh, it's okay for you to go now or whatever. But <laughs> it would be like more appropriate, I feel, if it was after the World Series win. You know what I mean? Like when the Dodgers win. When the, the World Dodgers Series. win. Yeah. Not if, but when they win the and World like Series. Like it's yeah. like, okay, dude, like I'm okay with this now. Yeah. I mean it wouldn't feel so like, oh man, they didn't get to see them win again. Right, right, right. Right. So because we don't want to uh, our listeners to go away because we're like, Oh my god, they're talking about the baseball. Let's uh uh I wanna shift a little bit on the people who don't watch baseball as much. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes during the regular season, I don't watch it as much mm-hmm. because stupid Time Warner, you know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the main reasons. But um, Wait, but I'm about also, to watch the Angels up in here. Heck no. <laughs> no Get out of here. No. And uh, But I think that, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I, I think postseason baseball is almost way different than regular season baseball. Because of the excitement level, what's on, what's on at stake, yeah. you know, and it's like coming. I mean, it's 162 games, so some of those games kind of seem I don't say meaningless, but there's like nothing at stake in 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 the immediate, you know, in, in the immediate present of, of what's going on. Right. But when you look at postseason, it, it just ramps up, you know. And, and I don't know if I'm wrong in this. You have being a hardcore baseball fan, um, but. A lot of people complain about the, you know baseball games being super long, boring, being boring. You know, it's that's why a lot of people probably don't tune into a lot of these baseball games. So, you as our baseball analyst, what do you think needs to be done so that baseball could be more accessible to people and more entertaining for just your normal casual viewer? On TV, it's hard. Because even it should be allowed to fight like an NHL or no, I'm just kidding. I mean that's fun when all the you know the they clear the dugout and there's a brawl and everything that's always fun, but then you run the risk of somebody getting hurt. But um, I think it's hard for there's no way to make it as entertaining. I feel over 
Uh, TV, unless you're out at a restaurant or at a bar and you're watching it there with like friends. Well, can I give a, a quick thing that that a quick example? Yasil Puig, and, and I know we're I'm, I'm going to be biased because he's a Dodger, but to me he he may he may do these little things, and he always gets either reprimanded by someone else from another team, from not mainly the the Dodgers. Maybe his immaturity had um, caused problems in the past, mm-hmm. but now like some of the things that he does, it's just entertaining to watch and it's fun to watch him. And for those that don't know, he'll like. He's up at bat, and he, he, for the most part, I almost almost like eighty percent of the time I saw in this postseason, he will not swing on the first first pitch, and he'll let the ball go, and then he'll look and go, "Yeah, that was a good pitch." Like you can see his face doing that. Mm, okay, but then and then uh, if he swings and misses, he licks his bat. Or yes, he'll get he, like a little shimmy or something. Or, or like... the, if it's close to him, he'll do like a little dance. Yeah, and then. And then uh, people were getting mad at him because he would flip his bat when he'd do a single or a double. And I'm like, who cares? So that's one of those things, too, where it's extra. like, the what? He's being extra. Now, you don't like that? Or do you care I, about that or what? I think I, I understand why he's doing it. He's doing it to bring fun to the game and and at the same time kind of let the other pitcher and the other team the other team know, like, it doesn't matter to me. I'm here to have fun and. I'm going to be extra because this is me. Just like when he did the whole thing where he like stuck his tongue out and now that's like a big thing. And there's, <laughs> you know, the guys made a T-shirt so, and all that. And that's him and that's his personality. But I think sometimes it, I can see how it bothers other teams. Where it's like, dude. But why though? See, I mean, I think that to me, it's like he's bringing fun and, yeah. and entertainment to it. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's going overboard, but there's so much, uh, uh, traditional little things in baseball that, for example, like people would get mad at at uh, baseball flip, uh, bat flips. You know, oh, last you year a, I think it was Bautista, the one that kept flipping the bats, and yeah. people were getting pissed at that. Yeah, it's like well, who cares? Let him be excited about it. He's not throwing it at people. He's just <laughs> being, you know, excited about the game. And and why not keep that in to keep, let people be excited about it? You know what I mean? So that's. I don't know. That's one of the things that I, I don't like about how these people get all upset about certain things. Or like, I remember once, uh, and it was maybe the Bautista thing too, where he's like, and that to me was really, really awesome. I think it was it was last year, I guess, right when mm-hmm. he he uh, we got punched in the face. No, we hit a home run and he threw his bat, but he didn't just throw it bat. He was like like pissed at throwing the bat, but he was like into it and he just flipped it. And to me, it's like, oh, that's so cool. Like that energy, like that, you know. Um, that that uh, aggressiveness of being like, dude, that was so awesome. Yeah. And, and then there were people who were upset about it. Like, why not? Because well, like, you got to think that like baseball is like steeped in like tradition. Like it's like probably like it's like a super old game, you know. So like it's, I feel like it it it, it brings a lot of stuff from like its older traditions or whatever, like older like rules. And then it's like a lot of older people who still kind of run baseball. And I think this is. This is like a little like changing of the guard a little bit. Like you, you always like hear people talk about like Bryce Harper, and he's kind of like, he's kind of like a punk kid or whatever. But he'll he'll like he'll go on record saying like, I'm just trying to make the the game fun. Like I'm just trying to have fun out there. I'm trying to let kids know that like you can have fun while playing baseball. You don't have to like follow all the rules, do all this stuff. Um, so I think there's players out there who are like that, who kind of like acknowledge like. You know, not maybe not a lot of kids want to play baseball anymore. They want to, they all want to play basketball because they can see all them having fun or doing whatever they want to do. 
Um, so I think it's like, I think it, it just, uh, there just has to be like a little bit of like shifting of like the, like the guard, I guess, like the, like the older people who are like involved in baseball, maybe have to like, let go of the reins a little bit and let like this newer generation just kind of bring in. Exactly. That like they fun, should allow guess, them to like, do like, uh, like football players do touchdown celebrations. Well, they, they, do, that. they do that in the dugout. They they'll have like their little dances and their hands in the dugout. Like, but, in the like, dugout, but maybe like, they can show that more. Yeah, if anything, they can mm-hmm. show the players and how each of them have their own. Signature. Well, I, you know what I like, for example, like when Kiki Hernandez on yeah. his either second or third one, he was out there like making it rain. He goes out these all oh, yeah doing <laughs> that. It was like that was awesome to me, and that's just the excitement that they you know I, I think would be infectious to everybody and let a casual you know viewer watch and see how excited these players can be you know make the game exciting it's know? so funny dude because I, I remember like um i forgot where it was but i remember it was like some show where it was like uh, most people a lot of people actually don't know like a lot of these mlb players like they can literally maybe like walk down the street and you can see them just be like oh whatever like, you could just walk past them and i think it's just because like for whatever reason they don't do a good job of like promoting like their stars you know what i mean like, like I, I think thankfully we were you know we were able to see like like cody bellinger or whatever who was having like a monster year but i think that's just because he's in la like people are talking about you know bringing it back to the astros like uh altuve or whatever he's like you know he's probably gonna be the MVP for the for the American League, uh, but yeah, like no one really knows. I mean, people know him because he's short, so I think like people <laughs> will look at him and be like, "Who's that small guy or whatever?" But even that, like, they don't even utilize that as like you know, it's like David versus Goliath type of thing, or like the the small you know the small guy versus the bigger guy or something. Um, oh, like I heard one person like, "Hey, who's that uh, um, Game of Thrones guy who plays for the Dodgers?" And I'm like, oh, Jason. Turner? Oh, freaking Jason. Yeah. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like Tormund, Tormund right? Yeah, yeah, dude. He's got that uh, beard and hair, and looks like a. But it's just like a lot of people don't have the luxury of like being in bigger markets like L.A. or New York, where where like you know the Dodgers had like a crazy season, but then I feel like we do know a lot of these other names just because we're here and they're able to like invest more money into right. like each one of these people. So like you kind of know like their personalities a little bit more. Whereas, like, in other places, like, you know, maybe they don't know who a lot of their own players are. Even players, like, nationally, like, other play- like you know, Aaron Judge or whatever. I'm sure a lot of people know who he is. And I'm sure it's because he's in the he's on the Yankees. And he's also the freaking monster, too. Like, he's huge. Um, but I feel like they just need to do a better job of, like, promoting their stars. And, like, people who do better, you know, in the league to kind of put them in the forefront of... You know, like, oh, this is a, you know, check out this guy or whatever. He's, like, seven feet tall and he's hitting home runs like crazy or something. And it's too bad that they're not playing the Yankees because I think that would be so good for baseball. Yeah, I think people would be talking about, even non-baseball fans would be talking about L.A. versus New York. You know what I mean? Right, because everybody knows the Yankees. Yeah. Everybody knows L.A. So it would be insane. Part of me is a little glad, actually. So now that I brought that up... Do you prefer that they play, uh, the Dodgers play Houston instead of New York? I preferred in the sense of the hype. There'd be so, people talk so much like, oh, the Yankees got 27 rings and the Dodgers got 
whatever you know and it's that whole competition of like the rings and blah 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 and i just always think of like kobe you know he goes the whole five and mm-hmm. being whatever and that whole concept of like i got this many and you only got that many mm-hmm. so that hype i wouldn't i wouldn't have appreciated that because <laughs> imagine if they the would have, yeah they would have yeah. played us and all of that it'd be like oh you know they're experts at being at the world series and the they've, dodgers haven't been there in forever they, they've played the dodgers 11 times the, the, Yankees. the Yankees, and they won eight of them out of those eleven times. So yeah, so that's kind of the Wait, pressure. The Dodgers have won, or the no, Yankees, Yankees have won. Yankees. Oh. Yankees have won eight out of the eleven times they've met. They're like the, basically the Celtics for the Lakers. Mm. Yeah, you know, where they won more times. I don't yeah. like that. I know, me neither. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I think it would be good for baseball. It would. It uh, would have been, been good fun. for the game of baseball for people to pay attention and more eyes on it. Um, and um, I, I still think. The Dodgers would have won anyways, um, if they were you know against the Yankees. Um, but uh, I hear the same thing. Most people would prefer that they played Houston. <laughs> it'd yeah, be a, it'd just, be a better matchup for them. The hype is just too much. It would have been so much pressure, and everything would have cost way more. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> That's true. Too definitely, more. definitely. But um, so I mean, we're talking about you know baseball and and how um you know, how it could be entertaining. And we know that it is because they've made so many movies mm-hmm. about baseball or with baseball being part of the, you know, either the plot of the movie or part of the movie or something like that. So I wanted to see and talk to you guys about what you guys felt as what is your favorite baseball movie or, or a movie that you associate with baseball. I don't know how to put it, but whichever way you want to discuss it. So, um, I mean, do you have a favorite movie that has to do, you know, Sandlot. baseball movie? Oh, well. I own it. I mean, it's it's just it's. I mean, it's seriously like, yeah. It's the movie. Um, what's so great about the Sandlot is that you don't have to be a baseball fan. You don't, because it's cute. It, it's yeah, the concept and everything. But the fact that it's made around baseball is with, with, with as a baseball fan, you can really appreciate it. And as kids playing it and. I think Sully makes fun of me because I played like baseball one season and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I played. But um, yeah, dude. And and, I mean, there's so many things you could quote from that movie, right, Jason? Right? Heck yeah, dude. I mean, you're killing me, Smalls, uh, sneaking, lotioning, oiling, lotioning. I can't take it anymore. That's uh, Squins talking about Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah, dude. That's probably one of the best scenes. And of course, I'll show you my favorite scene on there. Let me play that. Let's think it ham. Hurry up, Batter. It's going to be a short game, and i got to get home for lunch. <laughs> That's one. You know, <laughs> I love that. If my dog was as ugly as you, <laughs> I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. That's funny. So then they just keep playing uh, 
Love it, dude. So many people are hitting the ball, but you yeah, know what's the worst is that that dude. I'm sorry. That that dude still looks the same. Just <laughs> to watch that? No, just kidding. Yeah, it's like he still looks exactly the same like he does when he was a little kid. Oh, it's kind of weird. What's well, those freckles, dude? You can't get rid of those freckles. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Girl, but he still has those freckles, so <laughs> you can't take that away. But yeah, that movie's so awesome. And honestly, and and to be honest with you, we just watched that again like Saturday or Friday with with my kids and stuff, and oh. we're just cracking up. They're cracking up too. They're watching the, you know, the the little clips of the movie. There's one clip where he says, uh, uh, "Maybe you should throw a, a basketball at him. You hit the ball that way." Or something <laughs> like that. So it's so funny. It's little lines like that. It just and, and the kids are like you said, they're cute. They're pretty awesome and yeah. stuff. But but there are other. Um, that's the only one that matters for us. But there are other <laughs> baseball movies too. Is there another one that you like that uh, you think is out there or up there in in it's a little biased because I love Drew Barrymore, but um, Fever Pitch would be the, the next one for me. Is that and it's, it's, it's a chick flick, but it's good. It shows the passion of, you know, somebody who loves baseball and how, ironically, off season he's this amazing guy and he would go on trips with her and have picnics. But then as soon as those season tickets would get to his apartment, that was it. It was over. Spring training was all he did during and then going to the games and her having to get used to him being a fan and not having a boyfriend anymore <laughs> <laughs> and i don't doubt that that's not uh what happens in some you know with some yeah, people yeah i mean it happens to people in football when guys get into fantasy football and all of that so i like that they related that into baseball too how that also happens in baseball people really get into it i mean i think if I had season tickets to the Dodgers, I would literally just go to work and go to a game. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my life. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That was that is oh. funny. Jay, do you have another um, a movie that you would put in your vernacular of top baseball movies? Um, not really, dude. I don't know. Like I know there's other ones, like Angels in the Outfield, dude. I remember that movie was. I feel like that they had like the Mighty Ducks effect, dude. When, Is that like, the little kid who's like, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Majors? When like when the when like Mighty Ducks came out, it was like everyone wanted to play hockey or everybody wanted to learn how to like ice skate or rollerblade or whatever. So I think when Angels in the Outfield came out, like when I was like five years old or something, um, five. That uh, yeah, dude. I think no, I was like five years old. Think- <laughs> um, that movie. Uh, then it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, dude. Like let's play baseball and let's go outside and let's do this and let's do that. Um, so that was a pretty cool movie. And I think that same kid did another one where he like he broke his arm. Yes. Or is that the same movie? That's the same movie. Is it the same, mo- no, is it the same movie? He did do another but there was one. another yeah. one where he like breaks his arm, right? And then he throws like super fast. Isn't that Angels in the Outfield? No, Angels in the Outfield is literally where the little black kid sees people, sees the angels like picking up with the players and like that. Isn't like Christopher Lloyd in that in that thing and like but it's yes. the same kid, isn't it? Isn't I it the same it kid? Is. I don't know. But who, like, so, sees so, the angels. So he's, like, they're giving him signals. So he's, like, trying to tell them, like, what to do. So what's the name of the one with the, the kid that, that breaks his arm and then all of a sudden? And, like, he pitches all fast? Yeah, he's, like. I a, remember what it is, dude. So that's, literally, that's what it was, dude, because it was, <laughs> no. like, his arm was stuck here. And then all of a sudden, like, he could just, like, release it. And he was throwing, like, 2,000 miles per hour. But I ma- thought that was the same movie. Which is the other one? Major League? Is that the other one with the? Well, it's shifting over from. Angels in the Outfield or whatever that other pitcher kid. Yeah, I was going to say Major League is the other one that I thought yeah, it was. Dude. 
pretty funny. Which that actually was actually pretty. pretty I just it just came to mind. That was actually a pretty funny movie. Like when they play Wild Thing, and Charlie Sheen comes. No, out. when the freaking Chino. Remember when he has like the marbles. And he's like, because the guy was like, <laughs> you remember that? It was like the, the black guy, or like the Cuban guy or whatever. And it was like. Wasn't Wesley Snipes in it? I think so. He was in the first one, but I think this is like the second one. Oh, okay. Where it was like the other guy was like a voodoo doctor or something like that. Like he would do like all this like voodoo stuff. Uh, but then like the Asian guy would like, he like started doing something with like marbles or whatever. Basically saying like he had like big balls or something like that. What? <laughs> like, but I, I don't always remember that because he had like the little the little bag of like marbles or whatever, and the other guy would be like, yeah, like running the bases and stuff. I mean, it was funny, dude. The one you're talking about is Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, that's, oh, that's what it was. But yeah, it's the same kid. Thank ah, you, dude. Fact checker. Yeah, heck yeah. I had to because I was. Bugging. I know I would. Yeah, yeah like I couldn't think of what what it was, but Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Okay, so it's not Angels of the Outfield. I was thinking that was that that movie. Yeah. But um, yeah. So oh, another one that I think is pretty entertaining for being a baseball movie is um uh, A League of Their Own. Dude, it's uh. Dude, I think that's Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, every time I think of uh, A League of Their Own, I always think of Gina Davis. Um, Gina Davis. Yes, it's got. Um, Madonna, Madonna, and it's got uh, what's her name, Rosie, Rosie yeah, O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah, uh, let's make a clip. Here it goes. I always think of this. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Right, that's like the one thing I always remember about that. There's not crying in baseball. That's an awesome movie, actually. I mean, when you go back and look at, you know, like, um, like you said, uh, some of the people that are in it in the movie, and uh, some of the the uh, dude. Then at the end, where she's on the other team, yeah, dude, all the drama they put into that. Super sad, dude. At the end, there's a lot of funny parts in that movie, so I think it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Madonna's pretty not bad in that movie too. I mean, is Julia Roberts in that movie? No, right? No, no, no. No. It's just Gina Davis. Oh, it's Gina but, Davis. Yeah. She's not, I don't think she's, she's never done a baseball, a baseball movie. movie. No? No. I don't know why I thought she was in there, but maybe it's that younger girl. I'm thinking that it's like the pitcher girl. Or is she a pitcher? The sister of Gina Davis? The red-haired maybe? girl? Yeah. Do you talk about the sister of Gina Davis? I can't remember who it was, but I just remember she's the one who gets traded to the other team. Yeah. The, is she a pitcher? Or is she, uh, oh, yeah. Gina Davis is the catcher. Oh, okay. She's a catcher, and yes, the sister's like a... Trixie or Dixie or something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a... I guess, like, all in all, there's some pretty good uh, baseball movies. I was, I was about to say, like, the the list ended at Sandlot, but no, I guess there's some other no, games. There's a couple. I'll give it, I'll give it to Did baseball. Did you ever watch... Um, uh, what's dude, the name of the movie? What happened to your show, dude, with the girl pitcher? Field of Dreams. Oh, oh I know. What was uh, that? Pitch? Pitch? Is that what it was called? Yeah, it got, it got canceled. canceled. But I everybody was it. saying it was good, though. I liked it. I think good. it's just tough because I, I honestly I feel like baseball just gets a bad rap, dude. And I feel like anything that's like baseball related doesn't really get the uh, doesn't really get to shine as bright, I guess, as other things do. Like I feel like all these other shows, like Ballers or whatever, mainly has to do with like football, right, and all that. And everyone like always praises that show, says it's like really good, and you know, like all those freaking like you know the. Well, there was like a reality show for like the basketball wives and all that right. crap, and that thing did like really good too and all that. So I feel like all these other sports, for whatever reason, get better shine than 
baseball does, but baseball has some pretty good stuff, man. It does. I liked it. I thought it showed a different side, and what if there was a girl actually playing for a major league team? And yeah. And stuff. That'd be cool. You One think day. that's, yeah, you think that's something that could ever happen? One day. I think it'd be cool. It'd be an inspiration to all the, to a bunch of little girls that, you know, do play baseball or softball. And would like to make it big. Because, I mean, you don't know of any famous softball player. It's not They're something really... you you know of or anything. So, I think that'd be cool. One day. Yeah, one day, right? Why not? Um, how about Field of Dreams? You ever watch that? No, I don't think I have. Field of Dreams is probably one of the famous movies, though, too. Um, I forgot his name. Kevin uh, Costner. Kevin Costner. There you go. Thank you. Um, yeah, just that movie itself gets a lot of uh, praise itself for just the the emotional story about it and him building a fa- baseball field in the you know out in the field <laughs> out of the, the field out of the field dude actually now, uh two baseball movies with titles only with numbers 61 and 41 42. 42. 42. I'm sorry. Sorry, 42. I was trying to relate both of them. But 61 is dope because that's the Mickey Mantle and no, like. No, Roger Maris and, and Mickey uh, Mantle. Mickey Mantle. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry, man. Calm sorry. yourself, son. Roger. Uh, but that, was, that movie's pretty dope. Uh, has Thomas Jane and Bill Pepper, I think his name is, or Billy Pepper, whatever. Billy Pepper. Uh, Billy Pepino. Billy Pepino's dude. Yeah. Uh, and that's then, actually uh, really good. And it wasn't a movie movie, it was an HBO movie. So I don't know if you can still find it on like HBO. Now I think I remember it was on Netflix for a while because I think that's where I saw it. But but that was a really good movie though too. That movie was like good, that. dude. And Forty Two, dude, where Black Panther's a baseball player. Yeah, dude. That was good. I Chadwick Boseman. I'm here yeah. for my sister. And, uh, <laughs> that's the wrong movie, dude. Oh, dude, that's, my a, bad. that's a different movie. <laughs> yeah, same guy, movie, dude. It's like uh, Message from the King. Wasn't as great, but it's still a alright movie though. It's with Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you know what? It's on Netflix. Got it. Anyways. I'm here for my sister. I'm here for my sister. And I play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Robinson didn't talk like that. Dude. I know, right? <laughs> um, dude, I was going to say something. Another one right now. And I, um, What's that movie where uh, where Keanu Reeves is a baseball coach? Oh, the Bad News Bears? No, that's not Bad News Bears. It's uh, um, That's another movie, though. But I actually watched that. Like the, he's a coach? Yeah, see, coaches but like he's, inner city kids. But it's like, yeah. Um, it's another way to say black kids. I'm sorry. But <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the team, yeah, I mean it they're is. Like, they're black kids, they're yeah. all black kids. But, um, but, but dude, you, know, you didn't see that movie? No, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it's called. Where he totally, like, his kid can't concentrate, so he puts on headphones and he's he's pitching to, to uh, 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 Notorious B.I.G. Dude. Yes. <laughs> I've never What's seen that movie. I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen it before. Dude. Oh my god, I gotta what's that name of that movie, dude? I gotta I gotta I gotta look it up. But that movie was kinda cool though too. I mean that's not it does not doesn't compare to any of these other movies you're talking about. Yeah. And it's probably not gonna hit any top fifty <laughs> list of baseball movies. But uh Are you sure I, it's not bad news bears? No, fool. I know that I know that one was Burt Burt Reynolds, right? The original Bad News Bears. No, that's uh, Walter Matthau, dude. It's like oh yeah, nineteen seventy something. Um, 
man, I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't want to spend the whole time, the whole show, the bottom of the show, uh, trying to find out what movie it was. But uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, there, there's definitely a lot of um, a, a lot of baseball movies you can enjoy without actually hardball. Is that what hardball? it was? Hardball. I think. It is. I'm pretty sure you won't mistake it. There's not a lot of uh, Keanu Reeves coaching inner city kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Well, yeah. <laughs> is it the one? Where's the Keanu Reeves? Little, yeah. yeah. Like oh, no, no, no. That's a different one. No, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> that's John Wick, the prequel. Um, yeah, dude. It's, um, I always remember that movie because of this little kid who... Um, he he uh i think i think this is the i was looking for the clip but um where uh the kid is like he i don't know if he can't concentrate or something but he tells him to concentrate and he he gives him the big papa song from from notorious big uh-huh. and uh i just remember that i don't know why he's able to pitch once he once he hears that dude nice but um yeah dude is there I mean that's pretty much it. I can't think of any other baseball. Yeah, nothing else is coming movie. to mind, dude. But baseball Loki has some hitters, dude. Has some has some bangers. Sure some pretty do. good movies. I thought it was cool. Keanu Reeves always gets a gets sometimes a bad rap of not being a very good actor, but he has his moments. He has his moments. I don't, I don't know. think he's that bad. Either give that fool a gun, or I guess give him a bat. <laughs> Either way, he's gonna do good. <laughs> hey, we've gone through like fifty minutes of the show, so I want. I want to get to this Dodgers Astros preview. Jocelyn, go ahead and hit us up. What do you, what do you think is going to happen in this World Series? How many games is it going to take for the Dodgers to pull this out? I think we're going to go all the way to seven. Oh, I do. So they're gonna they're gonna make it dramatic for all of us. I don't want that. I think they would because we have to win these two games here at home. We have to. I mean, we will. Yes. And then we're on the road for three th- three games out there. Dude, but you is like, that guy's, a, that guy's a monster when, like, playing on the road. He's got, I think his record is, like, 9-0 and or something like that for, like, road games or something. I so, forgot what the what, – but he's, like, he's really good on the road. So I kind of trust him. And he's only pitched a few games. Well, how many – in the postseason, he's only pitched, what, twice? Yeah. Yeah. He's only pitched twice, so he's he's well rested. He's um he's his record on the road, like Jay was saying, is like better than the home games. So he's pitching game three. So I think he's got he's got game three. I mean, I'm yeah. hoping that. The one I'm nervous about is Justin Verlander pitching game two. I'm, I'm nervous a about that. Too, but we'll be home. The boys will have, you know, home energy and the crowd and all of that so i'm hoping that feeds off of them and so you're gonna be there so you gotta be extra loud yes. that day and i'll be there for game two at dodger stadium so yes i'm going to so you yeah i hope I one of my kids is not going to college but that's okay i mean it's fine i just worth gotta it. pick which loans, one worth it you know you know he can go to you know he'll get her first year of hey dude at this, anyway. at this well, i told him he can go to trade school and just learn at this point he doesn't even have to go to school do you just like have him like make youtube videos and like that's become it you, yeah you just become famous so you don't have to worry about that crap there you go you're good it's dude it's set it's set <laughs> so that's why i can go to game two dude but honestly like and and obviously this is like 
a homer speaking like because I am an a, a, an LA fan like a Dodger fan but like honestly like I I just see like the lineup that we have like our offense is just like too good dude like I feel like all those dudes can hit and I feel like they've all like been hitting pretty well I think like the most important thing is like to not feel the pressure or like the oppression of like these like pitchers coming in and like shutting them out like I feel like if they can get like at least one run on both of these starting pitchers on like uh what's that fool's name uh Dallas Kukul or Keuchel however you say his name like if you can get at least one run on either one of those dudes like and then like push them all the way up to like their bullpen I feel like we'll have we'll we can take the game from them because I like I like if they feel the pressure of like coming from behind like if we get one run i feel like it'll get our bats going too and it kind of like erase like that stigma of like all oh, these guys are too good we can't hit off of them if they're even thinking that but like just having that one run there i feel like would help them just kind of get going and then more will pile on but i just feel like they i don't know it's a, it's a team of destiny dude i feel like every piece is in place and they just they they just can't lose it dude they're just too good well, we'll we'll at least we will be cheering for um for uh the Dodgers. I know we have some people who live in Texas, so they'll probably be uh rooting for 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 the Houston Astros, but uh nah. we don't hate them. It's all right. <laughs> Everyone's got their team. Yeah. You're allowed to cheer for your team. No way. Dodgers. Just kidding. But um Dodgers. I, I'm going to switch gears because we got about 5 minutes left, but um we did mention at the top of the show that you are a chef. Wait, wait, but before I like what? what? Wait, wait, I just I want to know about food. No, but I just want to like give her a little more chance to like she's our MLB expert. She hasn't even really talked about the MLB. Well, yet. We're running out of time, so well, it's okay. She already okay. told us what you know. She said Dodgers in seven, but like, what do you fear most from the Astros? Is it just the pitching, or like, you know, does Altuve scare you? Does uh, Carlos Correa scare you? They were cocky when they asked them about Kershaw, and they were like, oh, he better be ready for us and all that. Um, so they have their little arrogance going on. And I was so much afraid of them. I just don't want our guys to get caught up in their own feelings and they get in their heads and stuff. And I just want them to hit, like you were saying, just hit, give the pitcher some cushion. You know, so that they feel comfortable. You know why I don't think that? Because Dave Roberts. Well, you don't I, think what? That, well, that they'll get caught up in the moment too much, you know, or they'll be too cocky. I think Dave Roberts, part of him being such a great manager is knowing how to manage these personalities. Look, he what, has. look what he did with Yossi Puig. Yeah, he grounded him and then he got it together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, like, oh, you're late to this practice? You're on the bench. Like, he doesn't care. Like, but they respect him for that. And then he knows how to manage all these personalities and ended up being where he's got Yasiel Puig on there. I mean, he got, you know, uh, uh, who would have thought that, uh, first of all, Chris Taylor, who was a throwaway player for another team, ended up being the uh, MVP of the NLCS. And he was, he, there was a, he was a player that, that really nobody would give a second thought to. And then all of a sudden he's, you know, Charlie Culberson, Who's playing in the in AAA and and he ended up being a good utility player. Like, Everyone stepped up like when they've 
when they've had to the moment. And I think it's Dave Roberts. I think yeah. he knows how to take that out of these players. So, so yeah, I know what you're saying, and I, I, you don't want them to be like, oh, you know, we're we're here already, and and that's it. Like I think they all have that. I'm pretty sure that Dave Roberts is kind of putting that mentality in them that it's not over yet. You know, it's like well, yeah. I mean, we have we have to win four more, and but I'm just you know nobody they haven't been there before and they're excited. That's and, true, and that's well, what, that's what Houston either. But it, I mean, but who cares about Houston? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just worried, and I I just want them to give our pitchers cushion, give them two three runs so that they have that cushion to be more comfortable to continue to strike out yeah. and not worry about Altuve or one of the other Correct. guys or whatever. But I'm just, I'm hopeful we're here. Like we've worked so hard. <laughs> like, come on guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, dude, but it's just, it's crazy though to just kind of see them where they are now. Like, whereas even last season, one of the bigger issues that we would always talk about was like their bullpen wasn't like, like wasn't that great or was it showing up or whatever but this year it's like i feel like because i saw some people i remember like looking on twitter or whatever they're criticizing dave roberts for uh going into the bullpen as early but it's like that's a strategy that he's had for a while this season because they are so dominant they've been so good and he even added kenta maeda to the bullpen too who is normally like a starting pitcher you know what i mean like so that guy's just been like pitching lights out too so it's like i feel like you know, and I, and it's like we're all kind of saying the same thing. Like, if we can give them a few runs, like one or two, three or whatever, if we give, like, our starting pitchers that much cushion and we leave them up into, like, the bullpen, like, I Where's feel that? like well, that's it, dude. We're good. Like, you know, Jensen closing it out, whatever, pitching, like, four innings or something like that. Like, we'll be good, dude. So I think we just need to make sure and get these guys going early. Even if we have to do, like, you know, someone threw out, like, a bunt scenario or whatever. Like, I guess that's, like, people were saying that's sacrilegious or whatever to do that early on, like, in their early innings. But even if you have to do that just to set people up to, like, get a score early on, do like, I, I feel, yeah, at this point, you pull out all the tricks and you do whatever you can just to get people on base and to get runs in and all that sort of thing. So, Two Dodgers. Don't worry about it. Dodgers, right? We got Dodgers. Dodgers. Freaking. Right. Freaking. Bellinger. Uh, let's move on because I want to talk about pupusa burgers. Stinking Barnes. <laughs> we got to talk about food. Um, and we only got three minutes now, dude. Andre nice. Ethier coming out of nowhere, hitting home runs. So your other passion besides <laughs> baseball is... Doyers. Yes. <laughs> Dodger, dogs. No. Um, is uh, your your what your career is, being a chef. Yes. Right? And... Um, so I wanted to touch a little bit because obviously there's um for people who might not know what? Jocelyn is a executive chef at No. Le- you <laughs> don't say that. Please. Um but uh, because there's so many like, you know, uh I mean there's a whole network, right? Food network and stuff. And they're actually entertaining to watch. I mean, do you what do you find about some of these shows? Do you find them that they're entertaining? Is it I don't know. Um it's do you inspiring. find them informative? Oh, do you find it inspiring? I do because they have thirty minutes, forty-five minutes to come up with the dish, with whatever it is that they're the ingredients that they're being given, and to see somebody who has so much knowledge to come up with something in forty-five minutes. I mean, it's 
It's so, for example, like um, uh, Chopped on mm-hmm. Food Network. I think, I think it's on Food Network, right? Uh, do you know what show that is? Chopped? Yes. Yeah, okay. Jay, do you know what? Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah. So, yeah, they give them a basket mm-hmm. and they give you all the ingredients. Right. I mean, is that honestly how it happens where they literally just come up with something like within, I mean, almost 10 seconds or something where they're like, here, do this. And all of a sudden they know what they're going to make out of it. I mean, is that... I mean, it just seems to me like it almost like, okay, this is what we're going to give you because it's, it's unfathomable unfathomable for me to think that they already know what they're going to make with these little ingredients or something. I don't know. It's just crazy. I mean, because I'm not. It comes down to it just uh, like if they give you duck, like what is the quickest thing that you can do with a duck? And they give you whatever, you know, vegetable and stuff. So. It's it's just a matter of thinking, going back to your memory of what can you make in forty five minutes and what would be good and like how is it that these three people that one of them makes the same thing as the other, they all make no, something I've seen different. that before though. I've seen that where like they'll make similar dishes to each other, where I mean like someone. Will oh, make, have you really? I've always seen that they made something totally different. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, like crazy. there's something like, where and then they'll, they'll look over because they're like, oh crap, now their like plate looks nicer than mine, and we're serving the same thing or some whatever it is. But I've seen that happen a couple times. But I feel like a lot of time they just reduce it down to like flavor profiles or whatever. So if they have something that's like candy, then it's like, oh, it's sweet, you know, like I can make a glaze out of it or something like right. that or like oh like i'll reduce it down and like add it as a, like a sauce or something like that so yeah it does kind of seem like they'll just kind of say like oh what can i what's the fastest thing i can make this and like just use these things to like either make it sweet or bitter or salty or something like that i don't i don't yeah cause I, I feel like it'd be too hard to like like and it'd be kind of cheap if they were like, oh well, this is what's gonna be in the basket. So you know, I'll give we'll give you guys a couple minutes to think about what it is. Well, I don't know if it's if it's just the editing, but it's just like here's the basket, and they look at him like, oh, got this, and then they're already running to the pantry again. I I would yeah. hope that it genuinely is that quickly. I mean, my favorite show that I watch, and I think I talked about it last time too, is Top Chef. That's my go-to. I don't miss a season, nothing, and they do that a lot, and they're like quick fires and and all that they usually get 20 minutes instead of 30 or 40 minutes and they have to make something quick and they have no idea what they're going to be given like they walk into the huge kitchen and they don't know what the challenge is or what protein they're gonna have to do or whatever and i think that takes years i mean i can't think of myself being given a box and i have to make something for in 45 minutes Maybe if there's money involved, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I just fry everything. We'll give you Dodger season <laughs> tickets. Oh, let's go. Let's Heck go. Yeah. Let's but, go. Um, I think it takes years of practice and you have to know a lot. You have to be able to pick from different techniques and different places that you've worked at and, and just try to put everything together to do it. And it's fun, though. It To me, it's it's inspiring to see them create something so quickly do you have a favorite chef uh i love tom calicchio but right now who's that guy it's the bald guy it's the bald guy from top chef from top chef oh yeah okay i know you're talking about okay yeah he's been like like a he's been a judge for like since the beginning right there forever so one of the girls the one that recently just won um top chef last season uh brooke she has Three restaurants, a bar and two restaurants here in um, in L.A. and Hermosa Beach. Oh, really? Yeah. 
and she inspires me. I love her stuff because it's What's very. Her? Do you remember her name? Brooke. Brooke. Oh, I don't remember her last name, oh. but um, she. It's very Californian. Like she's from here and everything. And I love the concept that she's always like, I hate baking, because I hate baking too. Um, but sometimes you gotta bake. <laughs> so, but she's really good and she's talented. The way that she plates things is is just insane to me so much creativity that she has um i actually really really want to go to one of her restaurants and maybe see her and it's cool because every <laughs> time i've tweeted her like she always you know likes my tweets and stuff that's so awesome nice. i'm always like good. oh my gosh <laughs> if you were on beat bobby flay what would be your sing- uh your signature dish to try to beat him pupusas <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I know. wonder if he's seen Bupus no, I'm, I'm sure. Pan con pavo. He's had two. I mean, it's like Anthony Bourdain. I'm sure Anthony Bourdain's had a Bupus oh, yeah. somewhere down the line. Well, he's been everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. Un bolillo con frijoles negros. No, I think I would make something with yuca. I've I've always yeah, I was nice. I always like to feed people yuca. I think. Because people don't know what it is. Even when you yeah. say it, they're like, wait, what's it called? Yoka? What? Yoka? <laughs> you know, they y- always can't pronounce it. And then when you try to show them a picture, they look out weird when you they see, like, the long brown. Like They're like, what is that? <laughs> um, so I like yuka. And I think you got. I like the concept of how you can make it. You can smash it. You can fry it. You know, you can add flavor to it. And I love yuka. Rather yeah, bacon. That's pretty cool because you guys oh, wait, like wait. you <laughs> had me at bacon. <laughs> you guys is kind of like a uh, it's almost like a blank canvas of like yeah. you can do a lot with it. Like you said, like you fry it up, it's like French fries or something like that, or yeah, I've you seen, mash it up. I've and had yuca like, fries. Yeah, and you can you know smash it. Plantains are I always feel they're always the same thing too. Mm-hmm. In culinary school, they they knew me as like the girl who always wanted the plantains. Really, Whenever we had to like pick stuff. I would always go for the plantains. Um, That's so everybody crazy. knew that of me. Like, leave the plantains for Jocelyn. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but he's too creative. All those chefs, I mean, I give him credit. That's years, 20-plus years of experience next to my couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah, for sure. And it's like one of those things, like, we've talked about chef's table on the show a couple times. And that's like there. I feel like the artistry in like the culinary community is like on full display, dude. Like you'll seriously see some of those people, like the way they talk to and like just the way they are, you know, referring to their foods and like how they like describe their food. It's like it's like almost like poetry, dude. Like you hear them just kind of talk of like how they like cook this and this like that and like you know take the the care and the love to do this and all that it's like oh my gosh you're like how do you do that but like some people just have that mind to be able to do that and i'm sure it's just like you said like it takes years and years and years of you just practicing something and eventually that that stuff just kind of becomes second nature to you and all that so yeah all that culinary stuff is pretty sweet dude yeah although i couldn't do that i don't have the patience for that stuff for what for that whole like very small detail oh Myself, I get really impatient. <laughs> really? I would like to eat it and and learn from it, but yeah. to actually work at a place like that and and all that, I can't. And that's one of the things too. Like we were talking about, you know, being a chef just seems like it's just labor intensive. Like you have to spend all your time there, 
And with those guys, they're like they the way they portray them on the show, at least or on the like on the chef's table, they like show like they're like full on like artists, like freaking rock stars, dude. Like mm-hmm. they're there, like just you know constantly like trying to figure out new things or whatever. So it kind of seems like if you work in their kitchen, like it it would just be intense. Like if you were to just mess up on one tiny little thing, that they'd be like you know just cussing you out, telling you get the heck out of there, <laughs> and like you'll never work in like a culinary you know in like the culinary scene again or whatever so it's like yeah that must be like pretty hardcore for people who are like at that level i guess to just i have a friend who works work at a, a restaurant in disney world it's one of like the top ones and he says that he gets maybe 80 to 100 people per night but since it's a course it feels like you're feeding 500 people because there's so much detail in every single plate where where in disney world Oh, it's rated the, I think the number four. Yeah, but is it in a one of the parks? Um, no, in in the Grand what? Floridian. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's at the Grand Floridian, one of the hotels there, uh, one of the restaurants there. That's one of the it pricey. Has a weird, that's one of the pricey. It hotels. has a very weird name, uh, the restaurant. But he's always telling me that they'll serve eighty to hundred people, and it just always, always feels like he's feeding five hundred plus. That's crazy. Because it's so, so like meticulous and like so detailed and everything that goes in, like you can't mess up, and you have to know how to fabricate a chicken and a fish in case, like you know, the person needs it, like on on the fly, right there and then. You gotta be able to do it and do it well and do it in a certain amount of time. Dang, that's crazy. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot of tension that that goes into that, and but I mean, he loves it. He's he's learning so much from that. Um, that's awesome yeah that's awesome but we've come to the end of the show jocelyn thank you so much for joining us guys Uh, it's been fun we're so grateful for uh you being available today and coming down talk some baseball i'll get a couple hours of sleep before i go (laughs) (laughs) i know dude (laughs) i know seriously that's if you can't sleep right you'll be like oh my god i can't wait till tomorrow I started to get like that yesterday, but I had to tell myself, you got to go to sleep because you got to go to work. Yeah. But yeah, tonight's going to be even rough. Oh, my God. So what time are you going to work? Um, I got to clock in at 5.15. All right, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs> We're going to end this Good now. Night. See you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much again. Honestly, we, we yeah, do dude, appreciate it, awesome. it so much for you being uh, here with us. Before we go, we got to do the pick of the week. Pick of the week! And how can we not give the pick of the week to... Uh, this is us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not, no. no, the real pick of the week is this Friday, October 27th. Jay, what's October 27th? <gasps> this Friday. Yeah. What is it? Really? I don't know. Jay. It's a little strange. Come on. Is it a little it's, strange? There's some things, some things going on. That might be strange. Right? Oh, wait. Stranger Things, motherfucker. Ah! That's right. Season two of Stranger Things so comes out. So I will Bruh, be, it's gonna be sick. binging that thing for sure. Going back and forth, watching it from the beginning to the end, the end yeah. to the beginning. <laughs> All that leading into what. our special uh, Halloween episode next week. Yeah, so next week we will be reviewing, because I'm pretty sure we're going to watch all of it, Stranger Things Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay's also going to review Gerald's Game for us next week. Dude, and I'm watching 1922, which just came out. I'm going to watch that with Thomas Jane. With Thomas Jane in it, dude. Dude, it's going to be uh, just a Halloween-erific episode next week. Ooh. Yeah, I just, I just made up like my own it. word. 
and instead of talking about uh, scary movies for you guys to watch, we're going to be talking about what's the scariest scene in a movie that we've ever seen. And yeah, nice. what is the scariest experience we've ever had in real life? Santa Dios. I don't, I don't, I don't have any. What? Shut you up, know, boy. I'm serious. Like, thankfully, thank God. Was it not almost not being able to go to the World Series? Not one of the scariest moments in your life or something? I or mean, what? you know what? No, getting cut. That's pretty scary to see, like, your flesh open up. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that's scary. let's keep that for next week. Yes. <laughs> well, we you got some scary. record an extra, <laughs> an extra part of this. Jay and I, and then we'll uh, see if we can have some listeners share their scariest moments. But for sure. <gasps> oh, good idea. We'll be sharing some near-death experiences. Oh, <laughs> Frankenstein! Oh! Oh! Till next scary. week. That's the scariest part. This is Jay. Oh, no, wait. This is Jeff. Yeah, it is. Jay. <laughs> what? Looking Bye, at everybody. you, I'm like, Jay. We got Jay. Jay, say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Jocelyn, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. This is Jeff. Until next week, this is the Bader Report. <laughs> we love LA. We should have played that song again. We didn't say we love it. We love it. Ooh. Hold on. Here he goes. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Till next week. Ooh.